Treatise on the Religious Affections by Jonathan Edwards, Positive Sign 11, another great and very distinguishing difference between gracious affections and the others is that gracious affections, the higher that they are raised, the more is the spiritual appetite and longing of soul after spiritual attainments increased, but on the contrary, false affections rest satisfied in themselves. The more a true saint loves God with a gracious love, the more he desires to love him, and the more uneasy is he at his want of love to him. The more he hates sin, the more he desires to hate it, and laments that he has so much remaining love to it. The more he mourns for sin, the more he longs to mourn for sin. The more his heart is broke, the more he desires it should be broke. The more he thirsts and longs after God and holiness, the more he longs to long after him and breathe out his very soul and longings after God. The kindling and raising of gracious affections is like kindling a flame. The higher it is raised, the more ardent it is. And the more it burns, the more vehemently does it tend and seek to burn. So that the spiritual appetite after holiness and an increase of holy affections is much more lively and keen than those that are imminent in holiness than others. And more when grace and holy affections are in their most lively exercise than at other times. It is as much the nature of one that is spiritually newborn to thirst after growth and holiness as it is the nature of a newborn babe to thirst after the mother's breast, who has the sharpest appetite when best in health. 1 Peter 2 verses 2 and 3 As newborn babes desire the sincere milk of the word, that you may grow thereby. If so be you have tasted that the Lord is gracious, the most that the saints have in this world is but a taste, a prelibation of that future glory which is her proper fullness. It is only an earnest of their future inheritance in their hearts. 2 Corinthians 1 verses 22 and 5 verse 5 and Ephesians 1 14. The most eminent saints in this state are but children compared with their future, which is her proper state of maturity and perfection, as the Apostle observes in 1 Corinthians 13, 10, 11. The greatest eminency that the saints arrive to in this world has no tendency to satiety or to abate their desires after more, but on the contrary makes them more eager to press forwards, as is evident by the Apostle's words in Philippians 3, verse 13 to 15. Forgetting those things which are behind, and reaching forth to those things which are before, I press towards a mark. Let us therefore, as many as be perfect, be thus minded. The reasons of it are that the more persons have of holy affections, the more they have of that spiritual taste which I have spoken of elsewhere, whereby they perceive the excellency and relish the divine sweetness of holiness. And the more grace they have, well, in the state of imperfection, the more they see their imperfection and emptiness and distance from what ought to be. And so the more did they see their need of grace, as I showed at large before when speaking of the nature of evangelical humiliation. And besides, grace, as long as it is imperfect, is of a growing nature and in a growing state, as we see it to be so with all living things, that while they are in a state of imperfection, and in their growing state, their nature seeks after growth. And so much the more as they are more healthy and prosperous. Therefore the cry of every true grace is like the cry of true faith. Mark 9 verse 24. Lord, I believe. 
Help thou my unbelief. In the greater spiritual discoveries and affections a true Christian has, the more does he become an earnest beggar for grace and spiritual food, that he may grow. And the more earnestly does he pursue after it in the use of proper means and endeavors for true and gracious longings after holiness or no idle, ineffectual desires. 